Hello and welcome to the News Pod Blast, plus my thoughts on Quantum Mania having just watched it. Okay, we'll start off with some Marvel news, as we always do. Uh, Shang-Chi 2 and exter- uh, Externals, <laughs> Eternals 2, uh, apparently they've been given the go-ahead now and they are due to be released in 2026. Yeah, good, at last. I'm, I'm, again, I'm very surprised that there hasn't been more Shang-Chi or all the Eternals in anything else when you consider the that in the other phase of marvels there was lots of crossovers with the heroes not just one person stringing them together we got to see them wherever they are and shang chi and katie seems to have just disappeared and what are they going to do just reappear again for the second movie which is going to be what five years on we haven't seen them for five years i don't know We'll, we'll get onto that with Quantum Mania, I'm sure. There's a rumour that Galactus will be the main villain in the Fantastic Four movie, and that he's already been cast. That is very, uh, that's very interesting. It's it's about time. We, the, the, all of these projects that we've been hearing about, they're finally coming uh, to fruition. That's that's what we want. There still, this definitely needs to be a more considered more considered thoughts to what's gonna happen and how it's going to work going forward because phase four is always gonna be the 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 phase that we go you know, is this just a breather? What's what's going on? I don't know. Lots of missed opportunities within it. Again I'll talk about that later. We've got a live action spider noir series coming to Amazon apparently so we'll we'll see what happens there. Ryan Reynolds reportedly wants Ban Affleck for Deadpool three, whether or not he just be in it for a joke. Because obviously they're going to just want him for Daredevil, maybe for a, a five minute, you know, screen screen time, just just for Ryan Reynolds to whoa, you know, or whatever he does. Uh, <laughs> it's not that I'm getting sick of dead deadpool or anything yeah it's good to have these moments but as long as the story's good then you can have these moments do you know do you know what i mean and it seems that what ryan reynolds wants he's getting which is which is good because he's obviously a fan and that way you know the the, the tighter the creative team is the the better the outcome usually so i don't know we'll we'll, we'll see what happens uh sadie sink Max from Stranger Things is in negotiations for an upcoming Marvel role. I mean, she's got red hair, so I suppose everyone's going to go Jean Grey. Jean Grey. Uh, we'll we'll see what goes on there. Seems a little young to be playing Jean Grey, but we don't know what they're doing with the mutants yet, do we? You know, all the old ones are going to be in Secret Wars for a sec, but our six one six mutants are only just only just starting, aren't they? So. We'll see what they do. More Ryan. Oh, actually, yeah, more Deadpool news. <laughs> Emma Corrin has been cast as the villain in Deadpool. Uh, she she played Diana in The Crown, didn't she? So um, I'm sure he'll say something. <laughs> Listen to me already. <laughs> Patrick Stewart has let uh, slip as well that Ian McKellen is back as Magneto. Again, for Deadpool 3 and probably for Secret Wars. If you're getting them for one, you got them for both. Do all, do all the filming together, don't you? Um, Captain Marvel's been pushed back to November 10th. 
And so the first trailer for that won't be till mid-April before the premiere of Guardians 3. I'm really looking forward to to the Marvel's movie. I I really am. I it's getting a lot of hate online because of course it is. The fact that it's it's free women. It's just too much for some people, you know. It's I I don't know what's up with them, but they just take it down a notch, boys. And it is boys that are, that are the loudest on it for some reason. I don't understand his <laughs> free beautiful women in in these superhero costumes that we've 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 seen them in for years in the comic books and rather than behaving i don't know i suppose i thought they'd be like lusty teenagers or whatever instead of doing that they're just hating why they hate women (laughs) calm calm down they exist they've existed for as long as we have do you know what i mean unless you start talking about spare ribs uh, which i'm not going to get into just let's calm down uh the only only thing that i'm looking at the poster of that because we've got the poster release um they've changed miss marvel's suit and they shouldn't have the the series shown a reverence over that suit and it means something special to her and it's something that her her mum has created for us and it's the the final acceptance of the fact that she has got this family around her and she's well supported and she's you know it's going to be a little different to to other superheroes she doesn't have to keep it a secret she's got a support team and it's special and she gets this suit and the first film that she's in they're just changing the suit uh, I know that they've got to move toys and new funk pops or whatever they're called, but, you know, think about it. Uh, Tom Holland has signed up uh, a new contract for Marvel, and Spider-Man 4 will be out before Secret Wars, apparently, and it will tie in with the events of Daredevil Born Again. That's good, because we've got, what, Spider-Man versus Kingpin? That'd be good. It'd be good to have the Defenders... Or heroes for hire and Spidey. These are these are all people that make crossovers all the time. And to the big problem that Marvel's got at the moment, everyone's so super powered. They ex- and they exist for a minute and then they leave until their next film comes about. No one's dealing with crime. <laughs> They're all dealing with their own individual stories. Every single one has been in an individual story that they've got to take care of. And I don't want that. None of us want that, surely. The great thing about things like the first Iron Man movie was the bit where you see him being a bit of an Iron Man, do you know what I mean? Going about and doing the things that Iron Man does. And then the bigger story comes in and then it's personal, it's about him. It's the same with, you know, that's what DC get right with with Batman, Bat- Batman and with Superman. You see them saving people's lives and you see that the day-to-day... Um, the day-to-day job of being a superhero is quite involving and they've got to juggle it with their lives and then they have a big story that they've got to take care of. We haven't had that in the MCU properly for a long time. It's Every single story's been so personal. And in fact, some of them, it's been really destructive to the world uh, at large. And so it's... it's Come on, we just want to see... We just want to see some some robbers some bank robbers get done over we want to see some gang members getting slapped about a bit that's that's what we're missing in marvel sort it out sort it out i hope that this is what the new spider-man's going to be about i i hope it's what daredevil's going to be about but if it's just kingpin 
if it's just Kingpin, then you've missed a trick. Uh, Henry Cavill is reportedly in talks for Spider-Man UK uh, for Sony. I don't know. I mean, will he... Spider-Man UK, he was pretty buff, wasn't he? Billy Braddock, uh, you know, and he can travel through the multiverse. Um, what did he do? Was he saving other... He was saving other ones, wasn't he? He was part of Captain Britain Corpse. Will he not just be Captain Britain? He may have been reportedly signed for the Spider UK movie, but the Spider UK movie might be set around Captain Britain Corpse. We we don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens, won't we? Um, we understand it now that it is separate and that because we've seen them come in and jump back out again. It's an established, different universe. So we're laughing with whatever they do, really. Just don't mess it up, Sony. You've got some of the best IP there. (laughs) DC. DC Universe actors will be announced in six months' time, apparently. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I'm getting geared up and excited. The the hate is real for James Gunn. The Schneiderverse... um, fan base just will not let it lie and and think that the ip is going to be sold to netflix of all people uh, netflix you know they, they they haven't got the money to do it and no so we'll see what happens the flash we we've, we've seen the flash now and putting ezra miller's whatever-ness aside because uh, you have to don't you i I mean, seeing Michael Keaton as the Batman again, listening to that music, seeing him kick some ass, it was just like, yes. And then there's, and then there's, is it Sasha Cal or Calais? Or I don't know how to pronounce her, her surname. But she looks boss as Supergirl. Flip me. I, if she, she's, she's Supergirl going forward, and that's, she was imprisoned by humans. And and she's she's you know she's on the sort of should I be saving them because frankly they're you know there's a lot of them aren't very nice and having this conflict that's real I'm into that I want that next Star Wars just a quick one is that uh, Andor season two has been filmed at Haver Castle so does that mean that Andor's going to Naboo? Misa Fink, Jar Jar might show. You know, you don't know what's going to happen, do you? I am all over that. Bu- oh no, Jar Jar wouldn't have been a part of that. But yeah, I'm I'm all over that business. That's I know it's a big universe, and I said last time that it's the fact that it's separate and it hasn't involved other things that's made it great. But it's it's nice for them to to go to Naboo, isn't it? <laughs> do you know what I mean? It was used, it's gone. So. Yes, other news, quick news, uh, Dumb and Dumber 3, not sure we need it, but it's it's apparently in development, uh, Hellboy re- reboot, I mean, I'm still annoyed that they didn't do the Ron Perlman trilogy, that they'd pass him over so much, but apparently this one's going to be good because it's going to be uh, a, an R certificate or 18 over here, oh, yeah, we'll see, uh, Starsky and Hutch, there's going to be a female-led, I don't know whether it's a film or a TV series, um, I don't know. Starsky and Nutch happened. It was set in the seventies. It was those two blokes because it was those two blokes. And if fair enough, if you, does it have to be Starsky and Nutch? 
when's it going to be set? Is it going to be set in the 70s? I, I don't know. Are they just going to be doing impressions of... Is it going to be for laughs? I just don't... I don't know, because that's what was wrong with the Starsky Nutch movie, uh, you know, with Owen, Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller, is the fact that you're playing for laughs and not not drama, which Starsky and Hutch was a was a drama with humour. And so this, I don't know, just taking the mickey out of itself all the way through, I wasn't into it. It just didn't work. I, if you're going to do it, be true to it. And I hope that's what they do. I don't, it doesn't matter about whether the, whether it's men or women playing the parts, but just be true to the parts if that's what you're doing. We'll see. Uh, Lilo and Stitch live-action remake. I mean, okay, <laughs> that's another one to add to the pile, is it? Lilo and Stitch. Enjoy yourselves, Disney. But do you know what I mean? You've got a big Al creative team there. You've got a lot of hard-working individuals. That surely some of them have got some original ideas. <laughs> we don't have to just keep doing the same ones over and over again because they're a safe bet. Come on. Let's let's have some cinema. Try that. <laughs> right. That was the news. It was done in 15 minutes, so I did all right. This is now, if you want to turn off, turn off, because I'm going to go into the Ant-Man and, uh, and Wasp Quantumania, and it's going to be spoilery. Straight away, it's going to be spoilery. So if you haven't seen it, turn off now. I've given you fair warning. All right. What do I think of it overall? It's a good standalone movie that I'm sure I'll watch again. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't quite work as a trilogy ender because they just gave up writing for Hope in this, and so if anything, she's got less screen time than other people, and and it's she's she's meant to be the headliner on this and she just isn't so it doesn't feel like it um also there's the fact that you haven't got a what's it called he hasn't got his support team around him so he so it it doesn't feel rounded it feels i mean it, i mean yeah it does do certain beats that we'll, we'll come up to like the fact that we've come out of this now and scott is now an avenger I think, at last, we'll see, but I don't know, it just, yeah, and for other reasons, we'll go on to them, I mean, we can start with the trailer, and the trailer set up this, the the fact that Scott has missed so much time with Cassie, and it's time, time, you want your time back, I can give you time back, I control time, 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 and they were leading heavily on that, and then when you watch it, in the end, it's just, uh, I'm going to hurt Cassie unless you retrieve my power source. It's n There's no seduction. There's no sweet-talking Scott into willingly doing the thing that he wants, you know, with everyone against him going, don't do it, don't do it, even Cassie, don't do it. And him going and doing it because it's more important to him to, to, to have that time back with Cassie. There's none of that. But that's what the trailer was really heavily leading into and i don't know whether it was through edits or or what but it, the the trailers for a different movie a better movie i think um i'm gonna go f review this at first of all 
briefly as I can through characters. That's probably the best way to do it. Uh, so Scott Lang, the, this film is his no way home because with Spider-Man, Aunt May dies, and at the end of it, Spidey is back to his basics. He's back to friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man. And Scott in this, he he finally becomes, or, or they lean into, again, because they don't actually pull it off, but they lean into the fact that he's finally stepping up to be a hero. He's not just performing heists for other people, even though in the end that's what this is. Except for the end scene. <laughs> if you discount that, this is his no, no way home. Uh, but it has got that end scene which sort of shits on it all and and it becomes a bookend of him i don't know because it should have ended with him then saving people's lives running around as ant-man and busting crime getting getting in here there and everywhere taking bad guys out and that kind of thing his day-to-day job now is hero that's what he should have been doing if the lesson from this movie is him because stepping up and becoming a hero, then he should have been a hero at the end. But he's not. He just he's walking down the street again, getting his coffee, and oh, have I released uh, an unspeakable evil upon the uh, on the world? Uh, nah, forget about it. So yeah, it's something happened in the editor of this movie, and they they've messed up whatever these these themes were. They thought they had that almost there. You can taste them, you can see the setups, you can feel it building up, and then in the end it, it doesn't happen. It's very odd. It's very odd. So Hope Van Dyne, so she's she's the wasp in the title, but she's got less time on screen than she did in Ant-Man 2. And she has no story except to badger her mum to find out the plot. Do you know what I mean? Why are we here? Why are we here? Who are you talking about? What are you afraid of? That's that's all she serves, really. All right, she's in the fight at the end, you know, after Ant-Man's had his face smashed in and stamped on. She comes in and has the, the final little suck, you know, sucker punch to, to, to Kang. But she just, she, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's not her film, and it's very weird. Um, Hank Pym, he was in it. That's what I can say about him. I mean, all right, yeah, fair enough. It's his ants at the end that form the army to take over Chronopolis and what have you. But no, I, you know, all the way through, touching his ear, very not subtle. I don't know. Yeah, if he wasn't there, it wouldn't. It wouldn't have mattered. Let someone else control the ants. I don't know. Janet Van Dyne. She should have just told the truth from the beginning. And none of this would have happened. But then, if that would have been the case, then there wouldn't have been a movie, would there? And that's not how people act. So, uh, but even all the way through, she's still not saying anything to it. Certainly, her social life didn't suffer in the quantum in the quantum realm. Uh, her and Kang definitely got it on. <laughs> I mean, I'm not slut shaming her. You know, good on you, Janet. You know, she was there a long time. You know, everyone has feelings. You know, it makes me sorry for whatever Wilson had to go through with Tom Hanks, to be honest. Because, you know, everyone has needs. Again, it it just seemed to be about... For her, it was just, I'm not telling you, I'm not telling you, I'm not telling you, I'm not telling you. And when, when, the, when it presented itself anyway as, here's Kang, 
that's when we hear who Kang is, and it's like, well, yeah, we've just seen that. We didn't need you to tell us. It's very, very odd. Anyway, uh, so Cassie, in all honesty, the film should have been called Ant-Man and Stature because she is the driving force of the film and the plot and the changes that, that Scott make in his personal life at the end and and whatnot. She's she's his conscious saying that you should just be doing this to, to help people and whatnot. Yeah, she was great. She really she made it as as far as I'm concerned. She was yeah. She miraculously gets them back at the end, which is very odd, where she just she just suddenly knows how to pinpoint someone in the quantum realm and and open up a, a what a wormhole for them to get through very easily i don't know again i have a feeling at the end of this movie ant-man was meant to either die or he was meant to be left in the quantum realm because you don't need him for a while and he can come back later uh, and that would at least explain why he wasn't there whereas you know people like chang shang chi who should be about just isn't we're not going to see him for five years and then suddenly he's going to turn up again and there's so many places he should have been just there surely because that's what the films felt like it felt like they were all work colleagues back in the day that they all knew each other and they crossed paths and talked to each other and were part of each other's films and whatnot but this but at the minute they're all insular that no one's sharing screen time is it because they're too big i don't know i don't know it's the same moan again, isn't it? Um, Lord Cryler, Bill Murray. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the point of his character was. Uh, he seems to be doing his version of Jeff Goldblum's Grandmaster um, before pulling a Lando on them and then got eaten by his own lunch. I don't think he was a necessary character. I don't know whether the character was more and they, they've, again, edited it down, but he didn't bring anything to the table other than the food that then at him. Strange. Modoc. i got to say, Modoc was brilliant. I, I'm very surprised by what the, what they did. We even got to see Modoc's little bare butt <laughs> as they were putting him in the suit. Um, I thought, I mean, this is a thing that does make it a trilogy because you get Cross and, and him becoming Modoc and then him becoming good at the end and dying an Avenger. But what they did was they killed him. I thought that he was great. I thought that this this half mad, um, maniacal with powers now he should have escaped. He should have escaped. I wanted to see him knocking about New York or San Francisco with people having to deal with him. Uh, that's that's they've just kept the strange away from the re- reality, if you like. Modoc's perfect for doing this kind of thing. It, that's that's what you want. That's you want a big reveal at the end of Echo. It was Modoc behind it all, killing him off when you've done a good job of him. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That's just me. Who else was the Gentora? I don't know. Generic, uh, distrusting rebel leader. Uh, I don't know. Samantha liked her. Uh, she said that she thought she was kick-ass and what have you, but. I just, I don't know. It's just these these parts. They they put a scowl on someone, and they're distrustful, and then and then they help you in the revolution. What have you? Really generic. 
not very well written, fleshed out. I don't care. Uh, then there's Kang. I mean, Kang, he looks great. What they've done to him, to because he looks a bit daft in some of the comics, you know, this big purple and green and what have you. And they made him look really good. The pacing to the build-up of letting us know how dangerous he is and inventing that power was was brilliant. Um, yeah, he he casually mentions that he's already killed several versions of the Avengers, including four. And you believe it midway through, uh, you believe it because of his telekinesis. Uh, plus, you know, we know that the that what power that he who remains had, and the fact that he knew people's moves before they even fought it. Do you know, do you know what I mean? So this he came across as really, really dangerous and um and scary and then just before it's over ant-man and then the attack from wasp just have him over and at that point you're like what you've killed you've you killed four did you i'm not being funny but but ant-man and wasp are b-listers when it comes to the avengers in the way that they've been set up uh, within the 616 the 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 MCU and the the fact that these two could could kick his ass um it's just like there's no way there's no way he's taking oh, which one are you i i've killed so many avengers are you for and all this kind of, it was it was scary to begin with but then when you get to the end and the payoff is that they just lever him all over the place and beat him for really, you know, in a five, not even a five minute fight. Yeah, it's, no. I mean, he had he had these telekinetic powers that were holding them against walls and what have you. Again, he, he who remained and the, the power that he had and the way that they set him up. And then for him just to be had over, it was just like, oh, oh right, that's happened then, isn't it? I don't know. They should. They shouldn't have used Kang. I don't think as the bad guy in this. They've defanged him. We're meant to be scared for Fang. Uh, for Fang. We're meant to be scared for Kang's coming. We're meant to. We're meant to be quaking on our quaking on our boots. But we had he who remained, who who gave up on life and got Sylvie to kill him. And then there's then there's. This Kang is it? Kang the Conqueror. That's what he was being billed at, uh, and and he's what he was just done over by two low level Avengers, uh, who and one of them's not even an Avenger. One of them's not a. Pro- I I don't know. It just what <laughs> it shouldn't have been him. If you want us to be scared of Kang's coming, at no point did you think that Thanos could be beat. And that was the thing that made him so scary. He just comes and he... How many one by one does he go through? He meets all of these Avengers and has them... He just has them off. He's just... And he's killing people. He's killing gods. I don't know. It just... It's... I'm not that worried. It's just going to be a different Kang. I don't know. I don't know. They've defanged him. Um, But the thing is, I don't think the MCU is ready for him yet. They've got more TV series and films to go before we get to uh, his next big film. I know he's going to show up in the others. There's a room he's going to be in Shang-Chi too, or many variants of him. And we know he's going to be in Loki. Again, a variant of him. But by the time we get to get to him, 
it's we've had several m- movies and film projects that are nothing to do with him again and and it sort of takes the 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 the, the foot off the the pedal for a bit you know off the gas and everything slows down for a bit again and then we've got to remember to put it back on again i don't know it's just me isn't it i like i say i enjoyed the movie i watched the movie again several times but in what i'm saying is in the overall picture and the grand scheme of things it's problematic the mid credit scenes and the end scenes we get to see Ramatut and the Mortis. Uh, a Mortis would have been better, actually, to, to fight in this one if we'd had a Mortis, because a Mortis is the one that grows and he was he got magic pollen or something. And you know, imagine that Ant Man and Stature fighting a Mortis. That would have been that would have been pretty cool. It would have been uh, equal and that's you know, you can you can understand the beating of Mortis, but they didn't. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so so you see Ramatut, Mortis, and what's his face, Scarlet Centaurian, isn't it? You, you see, oh yeah, and obviously you see all the other Kangs. You know, there's a few of them knocking about, but he's starting to put, <laughs> he started to put on voices for them for the different ones and. Being proper evil, I'm, I'm bloody, <laughs> I'm, I'm Scarlet Centaurian. I talk like this because I'm evil. Yeah, be scared of me. I'm not into that. <laughs> Just play him as yourself. Just be Kang. They're all Kang. You don't have to change the voices, do you? Because I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> um, and then, of course, we saw the end scene with Loki. Uh, Loki series two with Victor Timely. Looking forward to that. Obviously, yeah. I mean, that's that's it. That's that. I'm not going to go too much more in specific, uh, specific. I'm trying to keep it uh, tight. We're up, we've just gone past half an hour on this. Yeah, could do better. Uh, B, maybe a B plus. Uh, you know, certainly not an A minus. It's if it hadn't been Kang, it would have been good. Or if you have to have Kang, then make it someone like a mortar, so it's comparable powers. Don't go for one that we're meant to be so afraid of, and then he gets beaten easily because we're not gonna, we're not gonna care when he finally turns up. And then there's there's the fact that the the foot has come off the gas for other TV shows and movies to happen that have got nothing to do with him, and we just sort of hang around and wait for it to happen. I mean, at the very end of that as well. Well, if if. Ant-Man isn't going to be left in the quantum realm and he comes through back to Earth. He shouldn't be walking down the street going tra-la-la-da-da, drinking coffees. He should be having meetings with uh, the rest of whoever's about to 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 talk to, you know, Avengers-wise, and be saying, this prick's on his way. It, there's the, do you know what I mean? That's that's what it should have been. But it it wasn't. Because they can't allow that to happen yet, because they've got these other TV series to do first, so it just it just takes the sting out of the tail of this movie, and that wasn't a deliberate <laughs> pun about the wasp, but that's what's happened, and so yeah, it's a good movie, but in the grand scheme of things, it's it 
it harms what's been going on. I was more excited for seeing Victor Timely in Loki Series 2. That's that's something I'm really looking forward to. This, uh, yeah, bit of a swing and a miss on this one. Good game, but not a brilliant game. Um, right, I'll I'll leave you to it. I'm not sure what is next next week. I think it's Man in a Suitcase. If we haven't already done that, because we filmed, I mean, we've recorded so many of them. I'm not sure where I am now. I'm pretty sure it's Man in a Suitcase. Um, so. Until uh, until we speak again. See you later. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.